Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Abdullah Hilabaran, and our topic for today is decentralized application. So, what is a decentralized application? A decentralized application, also known as DApps, provides services similar to those offered by typical consumer applications, but they use blockchain technology to grant users more control over their data by eliminating the need for centralized intermediaries to manage the data, thus making the service decentralized. Digital apps are ubiquitous in today's world. Consumers use apps for sending email, paying for parking, finding debts, and myriad other use cases. Under conventional models of control and ownership, consumers usually hand over personal data to the company providing the service. With a decentralized apps, users theoretically gain more control over their finances and personal data since they don't have to trust anyone else to store and secure the information. However, some experts are skeptical this will work in practice. One of the main goals of the founders of Ethereum, the platform that supports the world's second largest cryptocurrency, is to make this kind of apps easier to create. There are many challenges in trying to reach this goal. But there has been progress. Hundreds of dApps exist today on Ethereum network, ranging from a Twitter replacement to a decentralized virtual reality game. Many are slow and difficult to use, but they give a test of the potential for decentralized apps in the long term. Developers hope Ethereum 2.0, a long-awaited upgrade that officially started being rolled out on December 1st, 2020, will ease these problems in the coming years. How does a DAP work? DApps built on Ethereum use blockchain technology under the hood to connect users directly. Blockchains are a way to tie together a distributed system where each user has a copy of the records. With blockchain under the hood, users don't have to go through a third party, meaning they don't have to give up control of their data to someone else. By their nature, centralized entities have power of the data that flows into and out of their network. For example, financial entities can stop transactions from being sent and Twitter can delete tweets from its platform. DApps put users back in control, making this kind of actions difficult if not impossible. There isn't one agreed upon definition of a DApp, as it is a relatively new concept. But the key characteristics of a DAV include the following. Number one, open source. The code is public for anyone to look at, copy, and audit. Number two, decentralized. DAVs don't have anyone in charge or in control, so no central authority can stop users from doing what they want to on the apps. Number three, blockchains. If there isn't a central entity, 
then what is holding the apps together? DApps use an underlying blockchain such as Ethereum to coordinate instead of a centralized entity. Number four, smart contract. Decentralized applications use Ethereum smart contract, which automatically executes certain rules. And finally, number five, global. The goal is for anyone in the world to be able to publish or use these DApps. What are DApps used for? The Ethereum white paper published by Ethereum creator Vitalik Buterin in 2013 split DApps into three main types or categories. Number one, financial apps. These are applications where money is involved. Number two, semi-financial apps. These are decentralized apps that involve money but also require another piece such as data from outside the Ethereum blockchain. And number three, other apps. Every other apps or types of decentralized apps developers are looking to create, including online voting and storage apps. Financial application of dApps. Financial applications are popularly known as DP applications, short for decentralized finance. The idea is to use blockchain, especially Ethereum, to improve more complex financial applications such as lending, wills, and insurance. And stablecoins alternative coin that aim to stabilize cryptocurrency price. Semi-financial apps. The second type of app is similar, but it makes money with a heavy non-monetary side, as Butterin put it in the Ethereum white paper. Vitalik Buterin gave the example of Ethereum developers setting up bounties, rewards that can only be unlocked if someone accomplishes a tax. In Western movies, bounties are doled out to outlaws able to catch a person or criminal, but in this case, they are rewarded for far less dangerous tasks such as solving a difficult computational problem. The magic here is the smart contract is, in theory, able to tell if the bounty hunter has provided a working solution, only disposing the funds if these conditions are met. Another example is a crop insurance application that is dependent on an outside weather feed. Say a farmer buy a derivative that automatically pays out if a drought wipes out her crops. This smart contract relies on, on so-called oracles that rely on up-to-date information about upside world like how many inches of rainfall last season. The major caveat though is that many developers are skeptical oracles can be used in a decentralized way. Users have to trust that the data feed is provided, providing the correct data and not gaming the data for their own financial interests. Other applications, DAO and beyond. Ethereum is a flexible platform, so developers are dreaming up other ideas that don't fit into the usual financial classifications. 
One example is to use this approach to create a decentralized social network that is resistant to censorship. Most mainstream social apps such as Twitter censor some posts and some critics argue those social apps only inconsistent standards about what content is censored or downrank. So with a decentralized apps like Pipit, once you publish a message to the blockchain, it cannot be erased, not even by the company that built the platform. It will live on the Ethereum forever. Some have explored taking this idea of decentralization even further. If Bitcoin can do away with financial authorities, it is possible to do the same for companies and other types of organizations. Decentralized Autonomous Organizations DAO One particular ambitious breed of DAO that attempt to answer yes to that question. The goal is to form a leaderless company by programming rules at the beginning about how members can join, vote, how to release company funds, and more. Once launched, the DAO will operate under these rules indefinitely. What are the challenges faced by DAOs? DAOs are early experimental and developers have yet to solve several crucial problems with the underlying network, holding them back. For one, DAOs can be very expensive to run when Ethereum grows more congested with users. Although traditional apps sometimes have issues with scale, those issues are excavated in a decentralized environment which by its nature cannot operate without a certain level of cooperation and coordination among multiple stakeholders. How do developers create decentralized apps? Ethereum developers have created many low-level coding tools like Smart Contract Builder, Drupal, and Web3, a way to interact with Ethereum. With the popular programming language JavaScript, so developers from around the world can experiment with DApps in an effort to turn the dream into reality. And with this, we have come to the end of today's topic. Thank you for listening. Please don't forget to subscribe to my channel and also don't forget to contribute to my channel. Thank you.